If talking about new travel destinations or discovering the latest travel gadgets gets your heart racing just like mine, well then, you are in the right place. Hello there, I'm Katrina Rountree and welcome to another episode of Journeys to Come, our podcast about the wonders of travel, a place where we share memories from recent trips and we dream about upcoming adventures. So get your passports ready and join me for Journeys to Come. Hello, lovely traveller. Welcome to our Journeys to Come podcast. This series continues some of our chats with some remarkable women from International Women's Day. And I have to say someone who I have long wanted to meet and very much admire is Kerry Hess, the Australian-born Kerry, has illustrated for Cartier, Printemps, uh, Kate Spade in New York, Louis Vuitton, uh, Colette Dinnegan, Netta Porter. She is absolutely huge, if I can say that, on, uh, on, on Instagram. She truly is one of Australia's most successful artists and is an inspiration to many. Oh, and also a passionate traveller. Let's have a chat. For me, you are the living embodiment of making your passion your profession with your art. It's how you how you propel yourself through life. How, how have you been able to do that? What's your advice? Oh, look, I think it's just been a lot of trial and error, Katrina. It's been 20 years now of trial and error. And I think, you know, I started out hoping just to work as an artist and pay my rent. And I didn't expect it to be a career. Um, but it's been so long now that this is this is my main thing. This is my um, main skill set. So um, yeah, I feel really lucky. Were you the girl at school that was passionate about art class and the humanities and all those subjects? Did you just yeah. love it? Yes, yes, I was that person. I mean, I was drawing at five, and I actually started art classes at about six uh, on the weekends, and I still have some of those old paintings that are, you know, not too bad when I look back at them. I mean, I must have loved doing it back then. So It's amazing. I'm so pleased that you say that you still got those paintings because knowing all of your achievements from, from you know, being applauded all around the world, they will be worth something one day. <laughs> they will be worth something and they'll definitely be archived. I'm curious, um, what led you to London as a teenager? Oh, really? It was just taking a year out of my degree. I thought I would go back and finish my degree in graphic design, but I actually never did. I ended up um, just saving up while I was there and seeing if I could work as an artist for a year and mm. see if I could just, you know... Give it a go. Give it a go and see what happened. I knew I would go back to graphic design if I if it didn't work had out. A backup plan. I did have a backup plan, and I think that's a good idea mm. because art is um, it's you know it's not the easiest field to break into. But um, yeah, I feel like I'm one of the lucky ones to have this as a as a full time career now. And yeah, a kind of touch of talent too, like naturally gifted. Is it true that at 19, your first gig, your first assignment was Vogue? Yes, it, it, that was one of my first. Yeah, it was one of my first. To be honest, I actually don't think I was very good back then. I'm, I'm being totally honest. Why here. do you say that? I say that because I, I think I loved it and I worked really hard on it, but it's taken so many years for me to feel um, really confident to just paint something without overthinking it too much and feeling confident about doing that it's that thing with anything it's so many hours of practice 
um, of anything that you want to become really comfortable with and feel like you're, you're you know, you're quite good at it. So quite it's adept. taken me a long time, I feel like. What's the process for you, Kerry? Because I, I, I see all of your stuff, of course, on, on Instagram and I, I've, I have to ask you about that because it's, it's, it's really been an extraordinary trajectory for you, taking you to a, a, a worldwide audience. Yeah. But... How does it begin? What's what's the kernel with, with your process? Oh, it depends what I'm working on. You know, if it's something for a fashion or beauty brand, obviously you have to keep in mind what's the message and what, what we're working on. Um, but otherwise, if it's a, a piece just for myself that's an original piece for an exhibition, um, I feel very, very free in that, in that circumstance mm. and I can just, you know, be really creative. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out. I work a lot with watercolour and that's... As opposed to this medium, watercolour, you have to... You paint and it, you can't really change it. You can't go over it. It's it's done. When commit. It's done. You commit it. Uh, it's very volatile. So, um, you know, sometimes it doesn't work out and that's the truth. Um, and I just start again when that's the case. Uh, otherwise, it's just really trying to create something that I love, that the client also loves mm-hmm. and everyone feels like this is in the direction that it's supposed to be. I really should ask you about the painting uh, behind us. Please explain. Well... So beautiful. Oh, thank you. So really the the brief from M Gallery was just a beautiful, strong, empowered women. It's International Women's Day, of course. And, you know, we just... Someone who looks well-travelled, she's confident, um, you know. So I went with a very kind of simple black with a touch of rose gold... um, Simple hairstyle. I always like that kind of slightly vintage look because mm, um, mm. I feel like it doesn't date. Mm, um, mm. And I notice that in even the pieces that I do. If I ever paint something that's quite trend-driven, you know, in time, if that's something that someone's bought for their home, I don't want anything to date. Mm, so mm. I tend to go for more of a more of a vintage look because I think that lasts longer. It's interesting you mentioned the home. Uh, I, I think of my favourite artists, obviously, the, the colours of Monet or yes. Degas or even Margaret Preston. Um, I like them in my home. Uh, I know that you have a beautiful home. Does that, does that synergy come into play for you? What would be nice in my home or in another person's home? Do you think about the colours and everything? I do. Yeah, I do. And actually, a lot of canvases that I do, I tend to do more in less feminine tones a lot of black and white because you know there are men in people's houses to consider so um you know there are pieces that would be perhaps for your office or for your dressing room or bedroom they might be a little bit more feminine maybe more pink tones whereas the big pieces for someone's lounge room or Mm. um you know living area I tend to do more in a paired back um style so, and I have that in my home. My whole lounge room is very black and white. Is it's very, it? Yeah, for the men in the house. Okay. I mean, also, I like that it's quite calm and I switch off from work, whereas my office is very girly. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, yeah, I put that to both sides. While you're listening, why not add some travel to your inbox? Sign up for my weekly travel updates at journeystocome.com. Well, I have to say thank you so much for 
M Galleries inspired by her program. That is who we have to thank for bringing us all together. I adore their program that really honours uh, female travellers, um, that, that, that caters to their tastes, to their whims. Isn't that a good thing? Uh, look out for their hotels. Of course, they span right around the globe. I think they have about 90 uh, boutique hotels in their collection. I'm definitely not playing favourites, but my heart really belongs to the Lindrum. You've often heard me talk about the Lindrum. It used to be an old billiard hall, can you believe it? But it's right in the heart of the city of Melbourne, and I, I just adore the staff the location and everything about it and and also the fact that along with M Gallery they truly honour their female travellers. So thank you so much. Want more travel in your day? Well then, join us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Journeys to Come and follow us. And while you're there, hey, how about you share your own travel pics and stories with the hashtag Journeys to Come. I know that your son is the love of your life. Yeah. Tell me about your beautiful son. Like, just have a rave. Is he just gorgeous? What do you love about him? Uh, well, he is, Marcel, uh, he is nine now and it's the best age. That's oh, so beautiful. Okay. Yeah, he's nine. And he does tell um, his classroom that mummy does colouring in for a living. That's her job. I do talking. <laughs> Mum's gone talking. <laughs> mummy talks. I do colouring in and they all laugh. Um, and I, occasionally I do a little art class with them. It's really cute. Um, what a, can I come to his art class? <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, learning watercolour. Oh, they're adorable. They're so cute. Um, no, he's he, gorgeous. He's yeah. proud of you and you were proud of him. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And, you know, he is... He's, you know, he's quite artistic too and I don't know if he'll go into it but, yeah, he, li he likes colouring in. Something's flowed yeah, through. more Pokemons than couture dresses but... <laughs> Speaking of couture dresses, you always look utterly stunning. I gather that's your, your style, very feminine. I just have to ask, you just look so beautiful today and I also have to ask, why aren't you covered in paint? I, my hands... I do have, oh, and I have yes. gotten paint on guests. I have done that. I've managed to not get paint on myself, on my dress, but I have noticed that I did get some paint on guests taking photos. So um, I don't know how that's happened, actually. I'm surprised that... I'm a little bit nervous standing standing here next yeah, to the painting, but I'm in a dark colour, so that's yeah. okay. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about your style, because it's, it's certainly an element that, that many of us uh, love about you too, which is so nice. It's another layer. As in fashion. Well, I think... Um, I learned a lot about style living in Paris and I think the key for me that I learned is that your wardrobe in Paris is is this big. It's mm. so small. Mm. Apartments are tiny, your wardrobe is tiny. So you do tend to buy less things but better things and invest in those basics like a really great blazer, great black dress, um, ballet flats, great heels – so it's it's more of a swaying away from fast fashion and more to classics, investing in classics. Mm -hmm. So even though I have now back in Australia a bigger wardrobe than I had in Paris, I try and and I think ethically the too, supplies. you know, buying something new for every event. I I try and like you know wear the things that I love rather than something new every time. I know that you also absolutely love travelling yeah. and, and that's something that at, at Journeys to Come we're all unified by. You have, of course, exhibited, exhibited um, all around the world and, and I think you're one of the few artists uh, at Le, Le Maurice um, to have an exhibition there along with 
was it um, Picasso as well? Yes. I'm, I'm tooting your horn here. Oh, yeah. uh, my question yeah. is, of course, um, what do you love about travelling and do you have a favourite place? I think Paris is definitely in my heart. Um, having my son is half French and having lived there for a little a little while, two years. Um, yeah, and exhibiting there, I think Paris is just one of those places. And that exhibition was just something... So magical. I mean, the space that we did it in, um, Dali, so Dali lived at that hotel for quite a few years um, and he had exhibited many times as their kind of ballroom, music room. And the walls were so beautiful we couldn't even put the pieces on the wall We had because the walls were just crazy, ornate. Um, so everything was on easels and, yeah, it was beautiful. I was so nervous to do my speech though. That was what I was Why? most... I had to do it in French. So I was like... I understand. Yes, yes. I wrote it on a napkin. I was avoiding thinking about it. Um, the pieces to do, 24 big pieces, that didn't bother me. But okay, give the me the speech. goal. Off I go. Yeah, the speech, um, I wrote it that morning on a napkin in a cafe and I think my accent and making lots of errors, I think people found that kind of, oh, that's sweet. Endearing. <laughs> yeah. Um, what brought you back to Australia? Uh, I think it was, you know, it was time for my son to start school and I just um, just wanted to be closer to family and, you know, he was, we were living in an apartment in Paris and, you know, if you've ever had a boy in an apartment, it's it's fine, but I just thought, oh, I'd love to be closer to family now and just, I'll, I will go back to Paris one day, but mm. for now, um, I'm really happy to be here. I mentioned that... Um Instagram social media has been um, phenomenal for you. Yeah. I, I don't understand how, how do you make it all look so pretty and so perfect and, 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 and what has that meant for you? What's, what's specifically Instagram because that's what I follow you on. Yeah. What has that been like for you? Well, I do want to preface with, you know, Instagram is, yeah, it's been amazing for me. I think it's great for artists in general, creatives. Mm. It's not, you know, I don't include the, sometimes the reality of things, you know, school drop-offs and, <laughs> you know, all the kind of the real side of my life as th that's also a big part of my life is not on Instagram. So I have to preface with that um, because I don't think people follow me for that. Um, you are sometimes in dirty jeans though and I love it. Well, the reality is I'm never painting in my office in lovely dresses like, like this <laughs> no no um and I think that's good to at least show that mm. side of reality that uh, actually today I was in a t-shirt and jeans and that's what I was painting so what do you think about with that social media side what's you what are you projecting there for you know for me I, I show elements of my life but basically I'm I'm going to a group of people that I I know enjoy travel as much as me or yeah. or possibly my life on the farm what is it for for you that's in your mind well, I personally like to follow people that inspire me and make me feel good, yeah. you know, rather than um, anyone that you feel like, oh, you know, I don't feel great about myself from that account. So I tend to follow, you know, inspirational people. And I hope that on my page, just showing the behind the scenes, not just the parties and events, but the that it's actually a lot of work in the studio, behind the scenes painting the real thing. Mm. Um, I hope that that shares a, a bit of the journey of it all. Speaking of the journey, I am trying not to go on too much about this, but boy, I love the pictures of your wedding oh. and your honeymoon. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, well, it was pretty recent. How did um, you choose the location, actually, for the wedding? Actually, I had done a photo shoot um, at the location in Byron Bay, de Um So I knew it. And I actually 
did that photo shoot before I even met Peter, um, who's my husband now. Um, and I just remember thinking this place is so romantic. One day. Yeah, yeah. I think if you ever got married, this would be the place. So it was quite easy to find the location. Um, Can I say something really embarrassing? Sure. I thought it was in France. There you are saying yeah. Byron Bay. Yes, in Byron Bay. Yeah, so the owners of the property have shipped in almost everything from Provence, Italy, England. Even the driveway has been shipped in from Italy. So I, I could catch a plane and be there in an hour or so. It's this amazing. is wonderful. You can stay there. Yeah, no, it's so beautiful. And my theory was with the wedding, if you have a location that's already really beautiful, you don't really need to add that much to it. You know, it's it was so mm. rustic and French and gorgeous that, you know, we added some flowers and some... Um, chandeliers and it already had we're done yeah it wasn't like having to kind of fill a room with things for ambience so yeah it's beautiful it, it, <laughs> my husband my husband thinks I was at your wedding because I know so many details <laughs> and you're right it was beautiful Carrie <laughs> um, in regards to travel though what do you always pack what do you love to pack oh um, I love some sort of cashmere or wool wrap for the flight I I always need something, an extra pillow or something behind my neck. So mm. I always like something. And I get cold. I get so cold. I, do you get cold? Me too. I get so I cold. Always dress in layers. Mm. Yeah, even mm. if you're flying somewhere tropical and hot, I bring really warm stuff for the flight. Warm socks. My feet get cold. Um, I always bring eye drops. My eyes get really, really dry. On the yes. flight, so eye drops are good. Um, dehydrated. Good book. Mm. Yeah. And you said easy traveller. Yeah, well, hopefully. <laughs> I suppose I, I, I should probably wrap up by, by asking um, what, what's coming up next for you? What, what are you looking forward to? Um, I'm working on some really lovely projects this year with um, some lovely French brands. So in the, in the zone, I can't, I'll be able go, to go. say a little bit more about that soon. But Who also, cares? It just sounds good. <laughs> um, but also exhibiting, you know, original art is a big part of my universe prints as well but originals um is a, a way that I feel like is a really nice part of my work to not just do collaborations but also big originals so exhibiting this year will be great yeah. and I should just bring it back to that that first question what is your advice to those wanting to make their their passion their profession I think you have to be really authentic about what you do and truly love it I think put it out there See if people respond to it. You know, social media, Instagram is great for that. Mm. People tell you, you know, they respond, I love that, or they don't respond and then you know. Move on. Move yeah, on. move on. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, just it's it's a lot of hard work. It's a lot of practice, you know, it won't – and it probably, you know, won't happen overnight. You know, it won't just instantly be something. I mean, I've taken so long to be comfortable enough to stand here and paint this today in front of – so you know, a group courage. of people. Mm. Yeah, and just a lot of hours of, like, boring hours of practice. It's mm. like, yeah, so you have to love it. You have to really love it. Otherwise, it's probably a challenging profession mm. to go into if you don't. 
that makes sense. Absolutely, absolutely. It is It is your passion. Yeah. And, and we just adore everything that you do. We are full of admiration and I'm just so happy that we could have a chat to you on International Women's Day. Thank you. Thank you so much, Katrina. <laughs> Appreciate it. Thank you. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Journeys to Come. If you want any more information on the places that we visited, all the people we spoke to, then visit our website, journeystocome.com, for full details.